somebody who came to see the show happened to be an old A&R guy from Motown Records. Maybe I shouldn't tell this story. We drove around, so I couldn't escape. I was like, get me out of here. <laughs> get me out of this car. You find your audience because you attract the people who are generally interested in, in who you are and what you have to say. Gene key readings that I do for other people, I can make them musical and offer them a unique custom song based on their soul blueprint. So it's very activating and healing for them. Rest is really important. It was like a big relief when I understood my energy type because I'm really not built for like a nine to five job. Are you a music artist trying to find a way to get your music on as many streaming platforms as possible? Then check out DistroKid. DistroKid is a super user-friendly and super easy-to-use service that will make your music available in stores like Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon Music, YouTube, Snapchat, everything. Everything you could imagine, it's available. People will even be able to add your songs into their Instagram stories. DistroKid helps you with the distribution, monetization, and promotion of all of your music. Use the link in the description of this video for 7% off any DistroKid package you want. Pick from musician packages designed to help artists get their own music out there, or even get a label package where you can manage up to 100 artists from one profile. So that's more for like managers, labels, and you can also get the musician package that I mentioned earlier, which is more for artists, producers, things like that. It's super easy, and you can get 7% off any package right now with the link in the description of this video. So once again, if you're looking for a way to get your music on as many streaming platforms as possible, I'm talking any platform you can think of, get DistroKid and get 7% off right now with the link in the description back to the program this singer songwriter has participated in showcases with the songwriters hall of fame she's also used her career to inspire other women and work with march for our lives her music has an uplifting 1970s pop sound and she's been covered by media outlets like buzzfeed and songwriting magazine Please welcome Jennifer Harper to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. And something I just wanted to get into the first question I usually ask people is how did you go about starting career or like what was your first experience with music that really made you find a passion for it? Mm. Well, I think those are two different things, but mm -hmm. I'll, I'll share. So my passion for music started when I was very little, but certainly my career didn't. <laughs> so I first, I was first attracted to the piano probably at the age of three, four. I started taking lessons uh, at that time, four, I think I was four when I started taking lessons. So um, that was just a natural gravitation a natural magnetism yeah. that i had for for the piano and for music and that was all throughout childhood and even when i stopped playing the piano and was rebellious and didn't want to do my piano lessons and all of that my passion was music i would go to a million concerts i was you know interested in all different kinds of music i was exposed to a lot of music at home 
So it was always a huge part of my life, huge, always. And uh, I never associated it with something that I could have a career doing. I mean, that just wasn't, it wasn't in something it, that it, I, it, that I, it, that, it sorry. didn't seem realistic or it wasn't presented to you as like an option for something. Yeah. Pursue. Yeah. Which come to think of it, it seems sort of silly. Like I probably would have, it probably would have been great for me to go like do a degree in, in music, you know, when I went off to college, but um, I just wasn't associating that as a possible career. Um, it was something I loved to do. And that was, you know, I did get back into playing the piano eventually after, you know, being rebellious for a while, but um, rebellious against, because I was studying classical music and I didn't really understand how to make the transition. And anyway, yeah. so I, I, um, I would say, I don't even know, like, I don't even know exactly what happened, but I, well, actually I do know it. I do know what happened is that I, you know, it's been a long time, <laughs> but um, I, in college, I ended up sending theater. So that was another passion. And for some reason that seemed more realistic. I don't know. They had an arts program. It's actually multidisciplinary art. So I did some music and, and, but mostly theater. And uh, after college, I was in a production, um, a little theater in New York, and um, somebody who came to see the show happened to be an old A&R guy from Motown Records, uh, an incredible songwriter himself, hit songwriter, producer, and he, he knew somebody else in the show, came to the show, and I had heard that I was interested in music and songwriting. I guess I was talking about it, you know, I, I don't even remember that I was talking about it, but um, so I was introduced to him and he really, uh, he really took me under his wing. I mean, he invited me to his studio and his offices, you know, and had a chat with me. And then he actually, uh, started giving me little pieces of music that he had written and asked me to like come up with a, a song, you know, like to come up with yeah. melody and, and lyric. And I was scared out of my wits. I was really terrified because what he did was, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't tell this story, but he, um, we drove around so I couldn't escape. I was like, get me out of here. <laughs> get me out of this car. I was so afraid. But it was really genius because I because I did it. I was completely out of my comfort zone and I did it. And I then I started, it's like I, the dam broke open. I started to write music and a um, ton of songs came through. But it was a really, it was a long time after that before I made my first record. So it's like he, he helped me recognize that I was a songwriter. And I definitely had a was developing that identity and I was developing the idea that it was something possible for me. And, uh, but, but it, you know, it all is, it's, it's a journey, you know, my journey, what it's called the hero's journey, right? Yeah. So my journey was, you know, everybody's journey is different. This is the story of my journey and my journey was, you know, it came in little bits and I just didn't give up, you know, after that, I dipped in in another way. And then, you know, I started working 
I started taking piano lessons again and my piano teacher, I would bring him stuff that I had written. And before you know it, both of us decided to embark on recording my music, which he had never done and I had never done. And uh, we made a really beautiful album together and went on to make another album together. So, you know, and have had um, just incredible experiences recording and, 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 and making beautiful music together. So um, yeah, it's, awesome. it just evolved. Yeah one step at a time, one little thing happening at a time, you know? Yeah, it's just over time getting more and more into it until you eventually take that leap and are ready to like, hey, let's start trying to release music or let's start trying to really make this a thing that I do. Hey, if you're like me and you're interested in the YouTube or creator space, you should check out The Published Press. The Published Press is a completely free newsletter founded by YouTubers Colin and Samir. They host their own podcast talking to some of YouTube's largest creators. They've edited some of the best content I've seen on YouTube, and now they're sharing their knowledge about the YouTube space with you for free. The published press comes out three times a week, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, with everything going on with your favorite creators and platforms. And like I said, it's completely free. Just enter your email address to receive the published press whenever it comes out, and that's it. So what are you waiting for? Click the link in the description below, sign up to the Publish Press, and get all the info you need on the industry. If there's someone who, like like you, was doing classical music but wants to try something else, or someone later in life who's ready to start trying to give a music career a try, what tips or advice would you give to people like that who are ready to get into music and just now starting to make that leap? Mm. Well... I think the most important thing of all is that you write for yourself <laughs> and that you write because you love it and you're doing it because it's a, an, exp an expression that you really want to put out with, I, I want to say with the world, but more, more because it's, it's an expression that needs to come from you. Now that I can only say is my perspective. I mean, maybe other people get in there like, oh, I really want to get into sync, you know, licensing or something and have a totally different uh, interest. But for me, uh, the kind of work that I do, it's all about the heart. It's all about coming from the soul. It's all about the truth. It's all about, you know, for me now, especially my music is really healing music. And it just comes from a place of, um, love you know love for the music love and an honoring of myself and my gifts and and what what i can do and what i what i want to do um so when it comes from that place and i have to say that that's really what i learned a lot too from billy who uh mentored me early on was really writing you know, soulful music. And that can't be made up, you know, that, that has to come from an honest place within. So if it comes from there, you know, you take a little steps yeah. here and there and, you know, you see where it goes. But for me, it's also, I think it's really important not to have expectations. And that's something that I've learned um, 
because we can, you know, we all have high hopes like, oh my gosh, I want millions of listeners and I want to, you know, change the world with my music and I want to write the best song that was ever written or whatever it is. And you can have these really high um, ideals and that's beautiful and wonderful. Um, and I'm not saying not to, uh, to have these beautiful desires for music. I mean, when you make a song and you create a song that you think is amazing, of course you want everybody to hear it. However, I know that lowering my expectations, like, it, or knowing that it's not, that's not why, you know, the why yeah. is, is so much it's, bigger. It's great if that. those things come from it, but the reason you started or the reason you're doing it is just because it's a genuine passion of yours, because you honestly want to do it and want to, you know, put the music that you're making out there. The goal is to release what you want. And the, it's not aiming for these high achievements and high goals. Yeah. Now, you know, you talk to different people, obviously, people have different things. If you talk to somebody who's like a real career goal getter, you know, if you're going to talk to Taylor Swift or Lady Gaga, I'm sure they have a different story to tell yeah. about, you know, what you should shoot for with your music. And um, it's not that I don't desire, you know, a million people to listen to my music. It's just not, that's not why I'm writing it. You know, yeah. I would write it even if I knew that nobody would ever listen to it. I still would write my music and make my music. Um, because first and foremost, it's for me. It's it's healing for me. And it's, you know, it's it's an expression that needs to come out of me. If I didn't, I would be doing myself a huge disservice. And the interesting part is that by just being whoever you are, and everybody's completely different, you find your audience, you know, because you attract the people who are generally interested in, in who you are and what you have to say. So, um, yeah, you know, that's I a big think thing of like, I, I've found artists that I listen to who are like the the more that I become fans of them and get to know them as as a person like beyond just their music they're at times like somewhat similar to me they have similar interests they like the same kind of music or same kind of movies pop culture in general that I do and that's a big thing for me is just like if tech of all this technology like music podcasting whatever can just help me find ways to connect with those people who like enjoy the same things I do or think the same way I do then I I love that aspect of it because now I can connect with these people even though they may not be in my area or somewhere that I'm going to you know at, like possibly ever like if they're across the world I can still connect with them and meet them without needing to be near them in person or in the real world yeah yeah well it's so interesting because <clears throat> my music and my my album that i'm recording right now change is coming is very much grew out of that period of time when we all were just online during the pandemic and um I had two things that I wanted to say. So I wanted to say this, and then I thought of something else while you were talking. But um, 
I, I put myself into like a songwriting circle online with a bunch of women who are very much in the same kind of um, approach to music as, as myself. And I also put myself into a lot of spiritual groups and um, met women from all over the world. It was really, really incredible. And through that, I, I started to learn I learned a lot of things. I learned a lot of spiritual concepts that I wasn't familiar with. And I, I learned that I have this ability to kind of tap into the energy. Like I, I tap in, I think wherever I am, I tap into the energy and right from the, from there. Uh, except it was very, very clear to me being in these circles that I was tapping into the collective energy and like the conversations and what was going on and how people were feeling and what people were going through. And, and my musical uh, subject matter came out of that very much. Um, and it was like a process of, uh, of understanding for myself. So it was like a process of, you know, the contemplation of what I was learning and the tapping in and the contemplation to kind of together. So that's how this album came about. And a lot of the songs I did not even think I would record. Uh, they were the kinds of things that in the past I would have thought, well, you know, this is like maybe the beginning of a song, but it's, it's not a song. And I don't know that it's the kind of song that I would want to share because I write a ton of things and, you know, a lot of it, doesn't get yeah. recorded and put out and a lot of the things i was writing i was like i don't know it was so new for me and a completely different direction and the women in the songwriting circle was like or they were like a lot of times moved to tears and with the spiritual concepts i was bringing forward um you know like in my song changes coming and my song mary magdalene and even my song remembrance you know beautiful earth those are all four songs that i put out already that, that um, they were so moved by them. And even though they were very different, they were almost mantra-like in some ways, um, I decided to, to, to go ahead and record. And this was, this was a big departure for me and, and it took a lot of courage because I, I didn't have that identity of myself. I, created that identity of myself I mean it was who what I was experienced who I was in the process of becoming and yet and and sharing it at the same time through recording the music and the identity developed through the courageous action you know the yeah. the, the the ownership of what I was saying um grew even more as I as I committed to the songs, as I devoted to the songs, as I recorded them and put them out and made videos to go along with them and, you know, put a lot of thought into that, um, how I wanted to express them visually. So uh, this, this idea of like being really connected to people just to bring it back around, you know, through like we are here, it can be incredibly powerful, incredibly powerful. Um, in fact, I started to do Zoom concerts because I, you know, I have met this community now around the world and it's a way for me to be able to perform rather than having to go on 
tour <laughs> in a lot of places, you know, I can, I can bring, and I bring story and song, story, stories behind the song and the songs together and into a Zoom concert. And I, I'm finding that incredibly meaningful way of connecting with people and sharing the music. So I'm very excited about that. Um, I yeah, also, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say that that seems like a really awesome thing. Like I, I hadn't heard of that happening like here and there during the pandemic, but it seems like most people like we're eager to get back to live performing and now probably have it's really cool that you found the the pros of that or like the the benefits of it and stuck with it and are finding ways to continue that even after the pandemic and so yeah yeah that's awesome. yeah it's different and and to be continued because it's it's going to evolve into something more but right now because I have an audience that's really international and uh, they're looking for a specific kind of intimate experience and it's storytelling and music uh, that it really works beautifully. In addition, I, you know, I have, I have come to understand that the way I write and the way it's healing for me uh, that I can also offer that to other people. So during the pandemic, I didn't mention, and I don't want to go all into this because it's a whole other tangent, but I uh, got certified in a certain modalities called human design and gene keys. And they're really beautiful, almost like maps of our unique soul, uh, you know, blueprint. We're mm. all so different. It, it's a combination it's much more than astrology. It has some astrology in there, but it's much more than that. And um, I love, I loved learning about these sort of, I'll call them systems, even though. <laughs> and um, I started really taking what I learned from there and infusing it into my music as well. And I realized that I can offer the same kind of healing that I give to myself through my creative expression of my music that through my gene key readings that I do for other people I can make them musical and offer them a unique custom song based on their soul blueprint so it's very activating and healing for them uh, so it's a different way of using music it's a very meaningful way of using music and it's it's something that because our sort of map of our soul um, that these modalities enable us to look into, you know, that doesn't ever change. So, yeah. so, so is that a way for you to take like, you know, a, a big thing for me and a bunch of people love listening to music, like is relatability to a song when they like listen to something and really really relate to what the artist was going through or really feel the lyrics is that is is this like gene key musical readings you're doing a sort of a way to bring that to a whole nother level like you're making the songs around specifically their soul yes yes and it's something that as far as i know nobody else is doing if there are there's very few people doing it and because it takes 
the putting together. It just happens to be the right fit yeah. for my gifts, for what I'm here to do. And that was very clear to me when I studied and understood my own gene keys. This is a perfect fit for me and to, to bring to the world. And it does. It's like you're listening to your own soul song. You know, you're That's listening awesome. to your yeah, own, own song. This is yeah. the first I'm hearing about it and I'm already like pretty interested in it because it's really cool that you found a way to get like almost a, per and I don't want to say perfect, but very specifically like unique tailored song for each person. Um, and yeah, that, that just seems like a cool concept overall. Yeah. And so I want to get into, you know, we talked a little about this, latest album your music in general things like that and I want to get a little bit more into the sort of speaking or activism things that you do you've gone to like conferences to encourage other women to like pursue their careers or passions um how do you sort of tie that in with your own music career or what stories or to, uh advice from that do you present mm -hmm. well this was one of the driving factors for me with music as well. Um, when I was a teenager, uh, I grew up in Washington, D.C., and there was a lot, you know, political activity yeah, constantly sure. around me. And um, in particular, there was one concert called, it was for No Nukes. And when I went to that, I don't know if it was kind of the convergence of things. Joni Mitchell was there, Jackson Brown, um, and their music really spoke to me. And when they were using their songs to get across a certain message, and it was also a message, you know, about planetary health, you know, about the environment. And that was something that really mattered to me as well so whatever it was it was like one of those moments where you're just like this is it this is what I want to do like this is this is it if there's anything in life that I would want to do I want to be the person up on that stage using music for um, social change for for a message so one of the ways that I could do that is participating locally and doing what I what I could and what I knew how to do. Um, I got very involved in um, March for Our Lives. And that was something that I felt very personally connected to because uh, I live not far from Sandy Hook and my kids were the same age when that happened. They were young um, and that hit really hard. That I still get the chills and could cry about it you know it's like that was huge to our community even though we were you know 40 minutes from the town but it's a town that you know our kids play in sports and uh it just felt very connected very connected um oh yeah and in the grand scheme of things like 40 minute drive is not that yeah, yeah. far away like it's yeah. it's i mean it's a neighboring it's a neighboring somewhere town. that you could go yeah. it's a neighboring and, town and i could completely relate i send my kids off to school you know just like those moms did and i i i was in the same exact position as they were and of course ever since then my kids have been you know the state of this country is insane with the gun laws and my 
children went to school and they would have to have lockdown drills, two different kinds of lockdown drills. You know, the one where you you shut the door and you be quiet and the one where you have to hide or something. I'm like, oh my God, it's so awful. And all throughout their school years. So I was really honored to be able to be a part of, of the March for Our Lives and perform there and put together, um, I don't know, they gave me a title, music coordinator, supervisor, I, I don't know what it was to be honest, but I, yeah. I, I found different people in the community who are also musicians and invited them to perform. And, um, and that was really, that was exciting to me to participate not only with my own music, but to um, help other musicians get their voices heard in this context. And then also uh, with kids, I worked with the high school kids and uh, put together a song. It was a song that one of the kids from Parkland had wrote and written. One of the Park Parkland kids wrote, written, <laughs> whatever. Mm -hmm. Grammar isn't my specialty. So one of the um, songs they made. <laughs> one of the songs that they made. And it was a beautiful song. And so I worked with a group of high school kids who performed that song at at the at our local March for Our Lives too. And the other women that I worked with were incredible. I mean, we pulled this thing together in like two weeks and they had other strengths, you know, in terms of organization and PR and different things. And um, actually Paul Simon ended up showing up at our, at our March and he performed Sound of Silence at our March. It was pretty cool. So, and yeah. then because I did that, I got more known for that. So I got invited to do other things, to perform. Um, we had a, uh, a a woman, we have a woman mayor. And um, when she was running, I performed, you know, at her like fundraiser. Um, and it was just a, you know, a, I, I just became somebody more that people, I, I performed at vigils, different vigils and things like that. And that was really, really satisfying for me. I love, love, love doing that. And, uh, you know, still a dream of mine to be able to do that in bigger ways, for sure. Uh, my song, Beautiful Earth, that I wrote that came out uh, recently, um, you know, is about that, you know, call for the healing of, of the earth. And that's certainly, uh, you know, a cause that means a tremendous amount to me and that I that I would love to get more involved in and have yeah. that song used for you know to promote things for the environment yeah well it's great because like i mean it, i i haven't gone to any events or gotten directly involved with march for our lives but i've followed the organization for a while like gun violence is a big topic for me personally and so it's really cool that you're finding ways to connect it to your music or like you don't have to separate the two or like you know sacrifice one for the other you're finding a way to intersect the two and have them both be a part of what you're doing so I, yeah. I, I really admire that and I think that's super cool and so I just want to you know as we start to sort of wrap up um, just get into what's sort of coming up next for you you have this album changes coming uh which is coming soon but <laughs> other than that is there anything else you're looking forward to or that fans of yours should you know get ready for yeah well 
I have more music that I'm releasing. So I have another song I'm working on a video right now. And this song's um, going to be released in February. And um, I'm also putting together what I'm calling creative warrior circles. So that's another thing I didn't talk about at all, but I'm super excited about. And that's modeled a little bit after, you know, I've, I've taken bits and pieces, I guess, from all, from all the things that I, I experienced during the pandemic where I was in all of these circles and creating a circle for women that want to express themselves creatively and for whatever reason they haven't. It doesn't necessarily have to be music or songwriting. It could be painting or writing a book or whatever it may be that you've been holding off on doing. I know I know what that's like to not um, put your creativity forward when it's really a true soul expression. And I think it's so important to unlock that creativity. It leads to so many more, um, it, it opens the path, you know, in, in life for so much more joy, you know, better relationships, like everything improves when you unlock that creativity and we are creative beings. And certainly if, you feel you have a calling towards that. It's it's so important to to take the steps, whatever steps they are. So I'm very excited to facilitate that and find the real soul tribe of of women who who want to be a part of that and a sisterhood and and really um, unlock that creativity for themselves. So that's something else that's coming in 2024. So more music, album release, custom soul blueprint songs, creative warrior circle, Zoom yeah. concerts. Yeah. All, all of the things, all great things to look forward to. And so yeah. the the very last thing that I've done every now and then with guests to sort of wrap up is a segment that I call Know Your Stuff, where I have, you know, little clips and snippets of your songs that I just want to play. And the first thing is just naming them and, you know, like you hear it, you name the song. And then the second part is just telling us, you know, any anything you want to bring up about it, whether it's the story that went into making the song, the, the meaning you want it to have, anything that we didn't really get to talk about that you want to bring up about that song. Sure, I, I got nervous for a minute. I was like, oh my gosh, he's going to like test me on other artists. <laughs> <laughs> That that like, that is the whole thing. That's all like your stuff. You don't you don't need to you know be have a wide range of listening. Um, so yeah. So just okay. let me know if you can hear this. Do you know that? Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's from that's she's in control. That's. For my first album oh no 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 that's just no. this once show me that i know I yeah show me that's from just this once <laughs> yeah yeah wow they they, they do album. sound similar i was listening through some of your stuff and i i mm -hmm. thought i i can't remember if it's those two songs exactly but i was listening to something and i was like oh no i've already heard this one and i went to change it and it was a different song and so yeah. I, I see how even you can get confused yeah it's good to know that i'm not alone yeah yeah not alone. That's another song of mine. <laughs> but um, you know, it's just been a long time since I've since I've listened to the to those songs. Although I have performed them um, in shows. But anyway, um, 
what can I say about that song? And that song was written, you know, I started studying Buddhism and that song has a lot of Buddhist concepts in it. I would say there's a lot of Buddhist concepts tucked into that album in different ways, not every song, but in a, in a few songs. And that one certainly, you know, light a lamp for someone else and it said your own way will shine. That line comes from a concept, you know, Buddhist concept of like when you help other people, it helps you as well but I then I put a twist on it you know that we're all one right that yeah as I help you you help you know we've it's it's reciprocal cause and effect um but I put a little twist on it and I said you know but right now baby I just need you to light mine so it was like I was I was struggling and part of the reason I was struggling at that time is because I wasn't I wasn't expressing myself creatively ironically I was because there I was making a song about it but I was I was making a song about that feeling of what it feels like to to not be expressing myself creatively so that's kind yeah. of heady but yeah that's what that's about <laughs> yeah awesome well and so I got two more here that we can go through okay. quickly but here's the next one yeah so that's change is coming and that's yeah. the first song i released off the album um and trust your guides you know that line um follow the signs i really i got as i said i i, I was you know i studied and practiced buddhism for 20 over 25 years and when i was in the pandemic in these circles i was introduced to a lot of new um, spiritual concepts, as I mentioned, when a lot of people talking about guides, you know, and, and I feel like that's your high, it's your higher self. It was just different terminology. So we talk about Buddha nature in Buddhism. And a lot of people were talking about guides. And it's like the higher self trusting your higher self trusting that knowing. Um, so that's what it's that's what it's referring to. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. And so just the last one that I have before we start wrapping up is. You've been pushing so long, you forget. Mm. I have to say that I love that. I love that song. It's Remembrance. And it's yeah. the most recent song that I released. And I really feel like it's my favorite. I mean, I, I love a lot of them but I do love that one and that line rest your head that really came from as I mentioned the study of human design and gene keys uh human design you have different energy types and my energy type is what's called a projector it's really like a guide that's sort of my what I'm meant to do is guide yeah. and um the thing about projector energy is that uh we don't have access to consistent energy so rest is really important i'm not saying rest isn't important for anybody but yeah. as a projector i was learning about how important it is for me and i was it was like a big uh relief when i understood my energy type because i was like i'm not built no wonder because I'm really not built for like a nine to five job, you know, I'm not yeah. built for that steady. And there are generator types, you know, that are 
like we say, generators, you know, they're, they're, they are built for that with a constant battery refill of energy and can keep going. And, and um, society is really designed for generators, not for my energy type projector. And when I, when I learned this and really embodied this and understood this, it, it changed everything for me. And so this song has other codes in it as well, but that particular line, rest your head, comes from my understanding of my own design, my own energy as a projector and human design. Awesome. Well, it, it's great that you are using music as a way to connect more with your, with, with like religious beliefs, with your own self and your own like you said you know design it, it's great that you're you using music to just explore all the sides of who you are and putting that in the music rather than just trying to find some superficial topic to write a song about and so i think that's great and you know those are all the questions i had for you today so thank you so much for coming on telling us about changes coming gene keys everything like that um where can people find you or your music online you know website spotify anything you want to shout out or promote feel free to do it now sure well my website's probably the easiest way to find me which is jenniferharpermusic.com and uh you can connect to my socials there spotify all the things can be found there as well as my mailing list and honestly the mailing list is the best way. I, I don't send a ton of emails, but when I do have important information, when songs are releasing, um, certain offers like the Creative Warrior Circle and Custom Soul Blueprint songs, I will talk about more in emails and also we'll have special pricing through the emails. So that's kind of the best place to be. But I also always love to connect with people on socials and certainly I'm on all streaming platforms. My my videos are on YouTube. <laughs> I, you know, I'm very excited about about sharing the videos, uh, which is all new for me. Yeah, that's great. I, I have I do think music videos are a big thing that like I, I, I don't know what it is, but I feel like some artists just tap into them more or care about them more than others and so some artists I know like sort of put out a music video that's it, it is a video it's them performing the song something like that but then others really take it to a whole another level like making a specific visual style just for that song or like trying to tell a story things like that and so uh I'll definitely stay tuned and you know catch those when they come out as everyone should because i'll leave a yeah. link to some of that down below so thank you again so much yeah for coming you're welcome on yeah when you subscribe about your career yeah when you subscribe of course you get the notification right that there are yeah the new ones coming out and i do have a new one coming out soon so yeah thank you thank you so much for yeah. having me and 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 this discussion has been great i've really enjoyed it and i'm thankful for the opportunity